The streets beat MAGA. Big trust. Woo-woo. Also, Alabama is going to make the playoffs for the first time ever. And I just want to say this. Where are Alabama going to take their cousins to date night now? <laughs> and one more last thing. <laughs> hey, James Harden is the better scorer than Michael Jordan. Let's get I've it. I've seen enough. <laughs> and listen, I want to say this. We got LaMelo, Anthony Edwards, and RJ in the number one pick coming up later in the show. So stick around. Let's get it. What's up, man? How you doing, my G? I'm feeling good. Feeling great, baby. How was your Thanksgiving? It was cool. Ate a lot. You, you know feel me? I played a little football. My knee is doing the uh, Jalen Smith right now. Ooh, <laughs> real, real washed up hours right now? A little bit of nerve damage. But yeah, let's get into <laughs> it. Hey, Lamar beat the MAGA streets. Wow. wow. <laughs> How you feel about it? It's crazy. I mean, I just want to say shout out both teams, the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens, because as for the, it was, was, we know it was game of the week and it did not disappoint. You know, the Ravens pulled it out 20 to 17. And I just want to say for the Niners, although they took the L, it wasn't a bad loss for them because they played hard. Honestly, no, it was a a penalty, (laughs) a penalty at the end decided the game, but then as far as far as if you're a 49ers fan, you had nothing to hang your hat on. That's but, all I got to say. But I'm say. saying, like, Rios is saying it like it's college football where they, like, look at your strength of schedule and they do oh, the nah. No, it's about wins and losses. And when you have the – when you're trying to lock in the number one spot and you see Seattle Seahawks right behind you in the rear of the mirror, you and the have Saints, to win the game. Yeah, it's critical. So, I mean, that is a bad loss no matter how how hard they play. Right. But I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, like I'm like performance wise for the playoffs. I mean, like they're okay. gonna they're gonna be a tough out. That's yeah. that's all I was trying. To say. And I keep saying MAGA. The reason why I'm saying MAGA, we're talking about Nick Bosa. No, because <laughs> he had some tweets a long time ago expressing his love for the American country and Donald Trump oh. and all those type of things. <laughs> so, so that's why we call it MAGA versus Street. Because you know, big trust. <laughs> and speaking of big trust, okay, our favorite opera singer, uh-huh. one of the greatest kickers of all time. He's part of the gang too. So. What's up? What's up, JT? How you doing, G? I feel like in the spirit of my teammates who have been up here to talk to you guys the last few weeks, I should say something like real inspiring, like big trust. <laughs> and I'll open it up for questions. Hey, doing things Billy kind of couldn't. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, so let's talk about a game that was um, particularly interesting because you had a NFC East team. And, you know, because Dallas just lost. So you'd be like, all right, maybe Philly's going to pick it up. Right. (laughs) But no, (laughs) you got your boys, the Miami Dolphins out here playing real hard. And they caught another L and they beat uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, The NFC East is trash. You're you're crying. I'm hurt. I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You're going to flap the hat one more time for the Eagles for the hard fight they did? Let's go, birds, fly, eagles, fly. <laughs> it's, it's NFC East is probably the most beautiful shit show, but this year it's just a complete shit show because, honestly, there's no good teams in that division at all. So the fact that the Eagles lost to the Dolphins and, like, you know, the, the, Bills, beat, the Bills beating the Cowboys just shows well, how trash the division is. It's just interesting because they're using plays that they should wait to use when they actually matter. So <laughs> <about> the Dolphins. <laughs> Now they're just wasting uh, game field. Now they can see it next year when you guys are going to actually be good. I want to say this, though, about the Dolphins. Although the Dolphins have been disgusting to watch all year, they traded all their players. Their special teams, 
play as a whole has been pretty cool. I mean, they got some kick return touchdowns, some punt return touchdowns, and they got the fake punt. I just want to say this, though. If if you're an owner and you're creating a franchise, why would you name your team the Dolphins? Like, like, is that supposed to scare you anybody? Bring, call, wait, call up Wayne Isinger and be like, yo, change the name. Well, right. well, oh, if you were to change the name to my, like, for the Dolphins, what would it be? The Sharks? That'd be fire. Shark do 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 do, baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, that beginning of that's it. That sounds like some trap beat, bro. Dun, yo, dun it, dun it. That shit hard. Anyway. Yo, Uzi, we need a baby shark remix freestyle, man. Please. Hey, all right. So the 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 cousin dating state went out each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you talking about the Iron Bowl, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so our Auburn beats Bama. What we got, man? <laughs> I just want to say shout out, shout out Auburn because they did what they weren't supposed to do, and that's beat Alabama, which they haven't done in the last couple of years. I mean, just because of the, the whole talent base of you know the Crimson Tide and what Nick Saban does and stuff. And like Alabama, that. for the first time in the new playoff system, Alabama will not be a part of it, and wow. that's crazy because Alabama is Alabama. We know what they do. They go to the hood and they offer the kids 100K. So and, they a, get, and a Dodge Charger. Can't, can't forget about the Dodge Charger. <laughs> and they get all the five-star recruits. So that's why I was like, when LSU beat uh, Alabama, Nick Saban is going to the hood with a bag. <laughs> and or, gonna, I feel, or I feel like LSU just handing out Camaros now. That's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, long story short, Alabama is not going to be able to queue up that Pikachu. <laughs> hey, man, but listen, man, I... I this is going to be interesting to see now, but I feel like you got Ohio State, you got LSU, you got Clemson, Clemson and you got and Georgia. Georgia. And I actually, but one team's going to cancel. One team's going to cancel stuff out. I mean, you got Georgia, you got the LSU, and you got Georgia in the SC championship game. So one that game is a big deciding factor. In all so what if Georgia loses? Then what happens? Who gets in? Ooh, that's tough. You get, Oklahoma has a case if they win their championship. If they can lose to Baylor. What if uh, what if Baylor loses wow. and then Georgia loses? What happens then? Minnesota's in? Maybe. Hey, turn Maybe. that up. Because <laughs> Minnesota would lose, but right. they would only have one loss, one right? Loss. And that would be to Ohio, Ohio State. State. So how could you not put them in? Because that means Georgia would have two losses and then... Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma loses. would have two losses too. So, I mean, Minnesota should be in there with one loss. That's just my point. <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. That's that real music. Not That's really. <laughs> <laughs> this is our segment where we talk about real music, but like he said, not really, because this isn't real music. Let's discuss this fab tape. Now, Fabulous has been a legend in our, the rap community for a long time, let's be honest. But you, we have to be real here. After Soul Tape 2, Fab has not been good. <laughs> Honestly, after Ray J made, made that call to the, famous, <laughs> to the famous radio station called The Breakfast Club, and you know what I'm saying, put fear in that man's heart, Fab hasn't been the same since. Anyway, we <laughs> over here with the money team. <laughs> but anyways, hey, I got the homies who know homies, who know homies, who also know homies, and y'all know the rest. But anyway, long story short, that that's, this Fab tape is not good. And you had some people acting like it was good, and then... Fab was coming up with the lines like, yeah, I'm the American sniper, call me Fably Cooper. What? Come on, my guy. And then he was like, once I F you, once, once it's F you, I'm horny forever. <laughs> what is going on? Like I said before, and I'm going to say it again, a two-pack of ass. <laughs> <right>? Yeah, <laughs> but nah, it's stinks. not really good. I just think I love Fab, and I think here's the problem is, 
as a fad fan and as somebody as a fan of an artist, I feel like we should be honest. And I feel like when your favorite rapper is not making good music, please tell them they're not making good music because Fab is 40-something trying to make 20-something. You 36! <laughs> you can't relate to it anymore, but shout out Fab, man. Make so, better music. <laughs> yeah, and also dress better, too. Stop having your wife dress you, man. Hey, relax. Oh, sorry. All right, take it away. Here oh, let's talk about the greatest score of all time. I'm going I'm to go, I'm going to just say, James Harden has been putting up these ridiculous stat numbers this whole season. Okay, he put up 60 points this weekend. All right, and he was also, I believe, what, two points of his career high? And uh, Dan Tony took him out for that. It was, it was meaningless. You know, they were blowing him out. But I want to make this point about James Harden about this season. He he has more he has more points than he has minutes played. Like mm. that's honestly ridiculous. I don't think personally I've ever seen anything like that in terms of like players. Like think about the dynamic dynamic players we've ever seen in our lifetime. Like Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, uh, who else? Even like Kevin Durant. Like they've never done that. And the fact that James Harden has has done that so far this season, almost a third into the season, by the way. It's kind of remarkable, and I don't want him to get lost in the MVP in the MVP race because it's kind of like voter fatigue. Like, are right, you vote for the same guys all the time? So, like, that's why LeBron. He to me, LeBron's MVP every year, but they're not going to give it to him because it's called. All right, cool. all right, make the point here. What's the point? The point is this: James Harden, honestly, the greatest scorer of all time. It's, it's, the, it's, it's it. Yeah, maybe regular season, but I, uh, it has to matter. And like, my thing is like this: this is when I say this. When James Harden gets to the playoffs or even Westbrook, his efficiency decreases. Like, his productivity decreases. So, like, that's a problem for me. You can't say somebody that's a... Because usually when you have those guys like LeBron or even Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, like, their efficiency or not even efficiency... Their level of play goes up. goes up okay. and theirs decreases. So, I feel like you can't say that about James Harden because he has to... He doesn't get those same bullshit fouls that he gets in the regular season. Right. Now, he, but no, but, like, even if you look at LeBron... LeBron had that one game where he scored 51 points. Now, they lost that game against the Golden I mean, State Warriors. I mean, well, but you can't blame LeBron James in that situation. Now, if James Harden goes out and scores 60 and they still lose, then you can't really blame but, James Harden. But at the same time, James Harden is not putting up those numbers. But I just so think, that's why you can't really say nah, that because I mean, he hasn't really done anything. But James Harden in the in playoff numbers in total, he's averaging almost close to 25 points per game in the playoffs. Which is solid. No, which but is like, solid. But also, too, I mean. score ever if he can't. But there's, really certain, anything. but there's some semantics that go on to it, too. There's other storylines in it, too. I mean, we know about that game six where, uh, you know, the, that game seven where they missed 27 straight three-pointers, the Rockets. So you can't put the honus all that on James Harden. I just think it's the system, number one, with Dan Tony, because we know what it is. It's a one-trick pony. Mm -hmm. We already know how, how they get down. But I just think also, too, I think maybe what they should do, what the Rockets should do, they should kind of load manage James Harden towards the middle and towards the end of the season when you have – kind of that playoff seating racked up so you have him fresh and ready to go for the playoffs. And maybe it's a different narrative. James Harden is the greatest scorer ever. We get it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, so what we got next? We got the climb. What's the climb, my brother? This is where I will be talking about the race for the number one overall pick in this coming NBA draft. And we got, so far, we have Anthony Edwards, one, LaMelo Ball, two, James Wiseman, three, Cole Anthony, four, Nico Mannion, and RJ Hampton at number five. We're going to put, we're going to split those two. Although RJ had the second show up on the graph, we're going to split those two. I want to talk about Anthony Edwards, all right? This guy in, at the Maui Invitational, what I mean, he was balling, bro. Like, he was balling. He almost scored close to 80 points in three games. And 
the knock on Anthony Edwards was that, oh, you know, his shooting, you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't, I, I want to see him shoot the ball at a high rate. Yo, listen, he showed that he has the range and that he's able to handle the ball at, at a high rate. So he kind of, to me, like he kind of was showing like flashes of, of a potential NBA all-star. I'm talking Bradley Beal type type of style of play where like it's the combo guard, you know what I'm saying? They can both manage the one and the two. LaMelo is not that far off because he's had two triple doubles in the last couple games and he's and he's played against Rumble opponents. He's played against RJ Hampton, who was a potential lottery pick. And he did it against, you know, uh, Andrew Bogut, who's a quintessential, uh, he's an NBA champion and a former number one overall pick. I got James Wiseman at three just because of the whole project factor. You know, he's a 7-1 center. He has the touch and the range to where he could be a modern day big, kind of like a Jaron Jackson Jr. type guy where he's going to spread the floor out. So it's kind of interesting to see how what he does in the NBA and how he's going to improve. He's going to come back in January after his suspension. So we're going to see him in tournament time and how he plays out. Now we got Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony took a little uh, fell down just because of his injury that he suffered in, uh, in, in the Bahamas. But he played pretty well. And the knock on him was his defense. But he showed that he, he could play defense. He had a couple key blocks against the game, against, in the game against Oregon. So it shows that he's willing to get down and dirty on the defensive end. And I got Nico May and RJ Hampton split at number five just because of the whole project factor along with James Wiseman. You have... Two point guards who are able to run the system, run the high pick and roll, but also, you know, make plays for their teammates. And, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to see how they develop in the NBA because I feel like the offensive game, they'll polish it for both those guys in the NBA. So it's kind of interesting to see, like, how they will, you know, fare out so far in their seasons. But I'm excited for Anthony Edwards just because I think he's going to be the number one overall pick personally if Georgia has a decent run to the NBA tour- to the NCAA tournament. And, you know, he puts up big numbers individually. So that's the, that's, the, that's the key factor in all of this. That has been your college basketball update with Jay Billis. <laughs> what happened to that boy? <laughs> Shout out Young Jr. Hey, hey, if you watch, it's Cyber Monday, so if you watch this 30% off on nothing. <laughs> hey, it's your boy Jay Bobby. It's your boy Rios. And Jay Bobby and Rios ain't nothing to fuck with. Overtime. Overtime.